Guys, as we get older, we all start to notice minor changes in sexual performance. It happens, but you can stop Mother Nature. Whether you're just starting to develop erectile dysfunction symptoms or are suffering from chronic ED, call Metro Men's Health. Skip the pills and injections. They're only temporary and lose effectiveness over time. Metro Men's Health treats the root cause of ED, lack of blood flow, so it works long-term. Metro Men's Health uses the most advanced and clinically proven wave therapy on the market to actually repair aging blood vessels and restore them to a younger you. Get your spontaneity and your confidence back with safe, effective treatment from Metro Men's Health. Visit MetroMensHealth.com or call 833-687-0700. Don't let ED get worse. Call Metro Men's Health today, 833-687-0700, 833-687-0700. Oh, now they need to see my birth certificate. Hmm. Honey, where do we keep the birth certificates? Why? Buying socks. Socks. I'll check upstairs. It's easy to be unsafe online. You're the best. Now it's easy to help protect yourself. Norton 360 with LifeLock gives you device security, a VPN for online privacy, and identity theft protection. All in one. Opt in to cyber safety. Save 25% or more off your first year at norton.com slash news. Hey, guess what? That's right. We're going to talk about Judge Brett Kavanaugh again. That's right. Third episode. But here's a little twist. A little twist to it. Madison Gessiato is going to be on with us to talk about it. So there. It makes it a whole lot better. Just, just to let you know. Also, Senator Ted Cruz was the latest to be harassed by protesters at a restaurant in Washington, D.C. on Monday night. We're going to talk a little bit about that. All that and... Whatever else is on my mind on this episode of Trench Chat. From the highways of America, here's the podcast where we talk politics a little entertainment, some culture, and this and that, from the road to your ears. This is Trend Chat with your host, Brian Bledsoe. And welcome. Welcome, everybody, to another episode of Trend Chat. I'm your host, Brian Bledsoe. And if you want to connect with us, whether on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, Snapchat, it's all the same name, Trend Chat 24-7. Yes, that's right. Here we are. You know, it's funny. The fact that we're not a daily show. We're definitely not the daily show. Let's definitely definitely want to say that. I mean, but that's that doesn't I guess doesn't have to be said really, but I can only imagine talking about this whole Kavanaugh situation like every day. But, you know, that's not something we have to worry about. But here we are. This is like, like I said, this third episode in a row, at least. I think we mentioned, in all, I mean, obviously, I think we, we mentioned it back when he was a, when he was announced. But here we are again, and we're going to talk. Not nearly, well, I can't say we're going to talk that much because I, who knows. But I know we're going to have our conversation with Madison Gessiato later on. So, um, we're going to have that. But um, first, I do want to mention about. What happened on Monday? So, 
like I mentioned in the beginning, Senator Ted Cruz was, you know, as normal people do at a restaurant, just having a meal. And he's become the latest of string of a string of people who are, you know, whether just basically being Republican, basically, or even supportive of the Trump administration. And those people are automatically singled out. They're targeted to be shouted at, you know, chanted at wherever they wherever they had in public kind of taking the cue from Maxine Waters that made her, um, basically, you know, she was saying that wherever you see them to, you know, basically disrupt whatever that their, their daily lives, um, regardless of where. And so this was another example of that. And so they were like, like I said, Senator Cruz and his wife and, or, at this restaurant and all of a sudden these protesters just come into this restaurant and just start shouting and you know to the point to where Senator Cruz left and yeah like I said he's just the he's just the latest because you had you had this happen to um, Attorney General Jeff Sessions and um, you know I guess people probably forgotten what happened to um uh, Sarah Sanders at the Red Hen, and, and you know, and on and on. It's 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 been more than that, but I did notice one thing when I uh, saw the video is, and and if you saw the video, I'm pretty sure I'm guessing if you're listening to this, you probably already seen it. But one thing they were um, coming out, they were screaming the chant, "We believe survivors." It was like we bleed survivors, you know. I, you know what? I actually think, I mean, that's cool and all. That's a nice chant that they had, but I think they, they had a longer, they had a longer chant, but it, you know, it just didn't flow right, so they kind of shortened it down to that. Because I mean, cause, I mean, this is what their their chant was: "We believe survivors who sully the reputation of anyone who is Republican, conservative, or anyone against our leftist agenda." But if you're on our side, we really don't care. I mean, it's kind of hard to really chant all of that. I mean, I mean, you can, but it's not, it's not witty. It's not snappy. It's not a snappy little chant like "We believe survivors." So they they kind of shorten it down. I mean, can you? I mean, can you imagine? during your women's march or whatever march or whenever you're protesting or shouting down any anybody that's you know like i say anyone that is conservative or republican or like i said just anyone who is not agreeing with their leftist agenda yeah can you yeah let's see let's try to chant one more time listen we believe survivors who sully the reputation of anyone who is republican conservative or anyone just against see i can't even i can't even do it like, and you have to keep constantly doing that chant. Yeah, I can understand how that's a little, that's a little much. So yeah, I can, okay, yeah, I, I, I guess so. You need just shorten that. Just say we believe survivors. You know, just leave out the, 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 the truth. Really, just go with those three little words and keep chanting that. So, anyway, and you know, it's funny with, with this happening to Senator Cruz. Now, I don't know. Has old has on um, old Robert, O'Rourke 
has he, um, I don't know, condemned what has happened to Senator Cruz or not? I don't know. And if he did, I'm pretty sure he probably said something like, well, we don't agree with doing, um, you know, these actions of, uh, of these people that protest and we believe in civil discourse or whatever, if he even said that. And even if he did, I don't believe him. And I think he's very, you know, he just saying it because he have to, or he probably haven't said nothing at all. I don't really know. Honestly, I have been in a black hole today, <laughs> to be honest. Um, I have been traveling through the, I guess we, I don't want to call it the Indian nation, the native Native American reservations for most of today. And one thing I've learned is that they don't, <laughs> the, the cell towers don't work. And <laughs> when I'm driving through those reservations or wherever those territories, wherever, I just know this. I had, I had cell coverage this morning and I just got, I just got it back like a couple of, about an hour ago, but all day it's been nothing but no data. Or if I'm, if I am, if I got anything, it's Roman. But anyway, speaking of Roman, I'm just, I'm ranting, but <laughs> I guess I was just thinking, yeah, because, um, I don't know if, if, if O'Rourke has said anything about what has happened, but even if he did, I'm pretty sure <laughs> that, um, he doesn't have that big of a problem about what they did. So that's, that's how I think I'm pretty sure. Um, yeah, I pretty, I feel pretty confident in it. So, yeah, so that's, um, actually I kind of hope this, this should help Senator Cruz as far as having everyone to see how <laughs> crazy these people are as far as just wanting to disrupt someone that, at a restaurant, just, you know, just having a meal like everybody else. But yet, you know, no, you can't, you can't escape that, you know, politics or you, can't, you can't be safe anywhere. We, we're going to harass you at every turn. We must hashtag resist at every turn because everything is, is just on fire in their mind. It just, the world is on fire in their, in their, in their mind uh, because of this, of the administration, Trump, the, just the simple fact of him being in the White House is just made made these people lose their mind. Um, and, and, you know that kind of goes into into what I was um thinking about as far as this whole Kavanaugh situation. But before we even get into that, because we're gonna also, like I said, we're gonna have our interview with Madison, and we're gonna um, gonna make sure we have time for that. But before we get into any of that, let's hear a word from our friends from the Founder Project. Hello to fans of Trend Chat and Brian Bledsoe. The Founding Project, an education nonprofit dedicated to civics, invites you to visit our brand new website. Visit us at thefoundingproject.com. Be a part of the civics movement with The Founding Project. The Founding Project is a 501c3 education nonprofit. Please join us today. Hey everyone, this is Amy Robbins with Alexa Athletica, and you're listening to Trend Chat. So, like, well, here we are. This is the Kavanaugh segment. <laughs> um, 
one thing I, I mentioned is that it seems like there is another accusation every day now. I mean, right now we at, I don't know, are we at four or five now? And, and so far from what I'm hearing, they're all around the same time, which is something I kind of found a little puzzling as well, because I'm like, why don't you just like, what? <laughs> why are these accusations kind of around the same time? I, I mean, I kind of feel like if you wanted to prove something, wouldn't you like, wouldn't there be something else? Maybe something a little more recent, maybe in the past 20 years, as opposed to the past 35. But I, yeah, I, I don't know. But I know one thing. Uh, I've now Michael Avenatti. <laughs> I, I probably butchered his name, but I don't care. But um, anyway, Stormy Daniels. Uh, lawyer the porn star who has uh, been who now has written a book about uh her affair with um donald trump back in the day and all that yeah her yeah her lawyer michael avenatti who was actually is been um been open and saying he is considering running f for president and um I, you know <laughs> That's a, you know what it's not like a like a, a real big laugh because hey <laughs> don't laugh don't and don't underestimate how far he can go so if even if he if he runs who knows <laughs> so but yeah he he said that but yeah anyway now that he is involved he you know he said he has tape or has knowledge about Brett Kavanaugh's and rape and uh, like a, a gang rape now. And I mean, like I said, it's just getting, the accusations are getting more and more salacious and more and more, I guess, depraved really. And I, I feel like this is systematically being orchestrated. <laughs> it, it, that's what it feels like to me. And now with, with this guy involved, the credibility is definitely going down. At least to me, all we need now is um Gloria Allred to show up, and then after that, yeah, it's a done, it's a done deal. And like if if she shows up next, like tomorrow, and she says, "Well, I represent another accuser." You know what? If I'm in the judi uh, judiciary judiciary committee, oh, it's been a long day, but um. Yeah, I would. Yeah, as soon as I saw all red pop up on my screen, uh, you know what? We're voting now because now all, all all of this is nonsense. As soon as as soon as she pops up, I mean, it's already bad enough you got Avenatti showing up. So, <laughs> but um, you know, now I okay. I've been thinking about this all day, and I've been thinking about whether I want to say it or not. But I'm going to say it now. <laughs> so. Look, I, I know this is going to kind of sound like a conspiracy theory or whatever, but just hear me out for a second. <laughs> just hear me out. For one, now, th this shouldn't be controversial at all. We should all be skeptical when it comes to these accusations, especially when you have such a lack of evidence. I mean, that should be a no-brainer. But here's the thing. <laughs> I mean... Look at the incentive someone has to fabricate this kind of information 
to fit, you know, to just basically lie about, you know, um, make up accusation. Just think about the incentive of doing such a such a thing. One, you will stop Kavanaugh from being confirmed. Okay. Two, if you if you achieve that, then it basically it's almost guarantee that the next nominee will not be um uh will have to basically turn out after the midterm election, which makes it an issue for the Democrats, you know, to bring up another point to say, hey, you need better better vote Democratic because you saw what type of crazy person that that Trump appointed. Uh, he nominated, so you better vote for us so we can be a check on Trump. So that, you know, that can happen. And in the far, far way astronomical chances of, I want to say that, but it, it's not that far fetched. But um, Democrats could win the Senate or take control of the Senate. And if that happens, and if you've already stopped Kavanaugh with these accusations and now you've made it a midterm, you know, election issue and then somehow, some way, Democrats take control of the Senate. Now they can basically block whoever President Trump appoint, I mean, uh, nominates to 2021 if they want to and when the next, you know, the uh, when it comes well, we after 2020, but like I said, when the person, if they, um, if they kept control of the Senate or even lost control of the Senate in 2020, but they still would have been, been able to delay anything President Trump wanted to do for all that time. So that would be a win for them. So if the left, so if you have the left, you know, Democrats, the media, all of them basically one and the same. You see through their visceral and hyperbolic attitude. I mean, how crazy and out of their mind they are about this administration. I mean, they made it very clear that they are fearful and in some cases feel physically threatened just by President Trump. I mean... It's it's all hashtag resist at all costs to them. That's kind of goes back to what and how you know they're shouting at Senator Cruz at the at the restaurant. Like it's all just just so much. I mean, it just uh, I mean, it just it's kind of mind numbing to me how out of their minds these people are. But they are. And they are like really scared. At least they say that they are. And would it be that much of a stretch with all of that? If they feel so threatened that the state of the world is at stake by having the Trump administration in office one more day and they must fight him at every, at every, at every point, every, at, Every day, every minute, and if it's that serious, if if they feel that threatened, is it that much of a stretch to have someone to lie? 
Is it? Is it, is it really? I mean, would it? It would be considered noble to even to even do such a thing. I mean, because it's for. I mean, it's to stop an evil administration in their eyes. They, if they see him as literally Hitler, to what is it to lie? You know, tell a little white lie in their in their eyes to stop such an evil person in their eyes. They just see like they see him as. Like I said, they, he, he's a devil incarnate <laughs> to them. So, so what? If I, you know, tell a little lie here to make up some accusations. Wh- I mean, why would that be such a stretch? Especially if these people feel so, <laughs> I mean, the people, they, I mean, they'll feel justified in stopping this administration for the greater good they'll be they'll be looked at as a hero so i mean so what you will be found out as a liar so what if it turns to find out that what you're were accusing someone turned out to be totally false so what for them for the people on the left what what so i mean only thing that will really happen is that they're what going obscurity, or if if not that they're they'll get a nice cushy job in the media somewhere, telling or go around giving lectures to to different universities that will welcome them in with open arms and say, "Well, you're a hero." I mean, you know, yeah, what you yeah what you alleged was was false but you know what you try because it was worth it because you were trying to stop such evil in this world this evil regime of the trump administration so you you know that person will be a hero and so yeah well whenever these situations come up i think we should be very skeptical i mean if these people are scared of this administration that they say they are Honestly, why not? That all this to say that why not? Why wouldn't they just lie? Cause I mean, it's all like I said, it's all for the greater good, right? It's all because as if you if you listen to the people at Google, you know they were fearing of you know World War Three coming. And um, I mean, I don't know if y'all saw the videos of the people at Google and how how distraught they were. And how they talk about being fearful. I mean, I watched the whole thing for an hour. <laughs> and they use the word fear so many times. Or something akin to fear. And so if, th- if these people feel this way. Feel like the world is going to collapse because of this administration. Like I said before. Why wouldn't they feel justified in just doing whatever it takes. By all means necessary. To take down Trump in their eyes. Why not? I mean, the greater good is at stake here, people. That's how they, and that's how they see it. And yeah, I, that's that's kind of how I feel about what's going on right now. It could be true, but I would not be surprised if it if all of this is just lies, really, honestly. And I will be. You know, it wouldn't surprise me if 
Since all this, you know, all this happens, they do the the hearing and whatnot, which is on Thursday. But then Kavanaugh gets confirmed, and then next thing you know, all these accusations just disappear. That they just, you know, don't hear from them again. Mainly because it didn't work, or they'll uh, someone might you know go to need a heal route and continue to that you know keep saying that well I brought my story out and but they didn't believe me and then like I said go around giving lectures at universities and being hailed as a hero regardless of the lack of evidence because I mean that's what the left wants to believe anyway and. You know, they have many friends in the media that will be more than happy, more than happy to help. <laughs> and that narrative, regardless of, like I said, of any evidence of of anything, just taking their word for it because whatever. <laughs> so anyway, <clears throat> I, yeah, I just yeah, that's something I just really had to get off my chest. I've been thinking about talking about it but I, i'm like and this kind of sounds like conspiracy theory but hey this is my show <laughs> just gonna say it so anyway let's get to our our interview about guess who of, of course we're gonna talk about judge brett kavanaugh with madison gestiato and but before that let's hear a word uh, about politics Hello, this is Brian Bledsoe, host of Trend Chat, also contributor at Politichicks.com. Here to tell you about the new book called Politichicks, A Clearing Call to Political Activism, with over 300 pages from contributors like myself, talking about topics such as education, social issues, healthcare, the Second Amendment, and of course, activism. I encourage you all to check it out at Politichicks.com, and is also available at Amazon and Barnes & Noble. So, here we are, like I said, we're we're gonna have a have a few minutes with um, Madison to talk about um, more of the legal legal implications or if any. So, but we're gonna talk about that. I mean, the last time we spoke with Madison was CPAC twenty seventeen. So, kind of glad you know, kind you know, glad that we were able to get a couple of minutes to speak with her if you don't know madison jessiato she's frequently on fox news and with that because of her schedule we're glad to get a couple of minutes to talk about these um allegations and to see you know where we're going from here so without further ado Let's hear our interview with Madison. So um, we've been talking about Brett Kavanaugh like forever now, almost it feels like. But uh, all this been, it? yeah, I know. <laughs> but it, it's all been like focused politically, and you know, I don't have a law degree, so I've been you know yapping about it. And but it, you know, that's my opinion. I want to ask you, since you have the law degree, what does this mean legally? Like, what are the legal implications of these accusations to a Brett Kavanaugh, if anything? You know, there there really isn't any right now. I think we've heard a lot of things spiraling around that have been very inaccurate. Um, obviously, as I'm sure you, most people have heard on the news, that the statute's up when it comes to the first accusation. Um, 
things have gotten really taken out of context. They're talking about wanting an FBI investigation. Even if someone came forward with an allegation like this over 30 years ago, this wouldn't be an FBI issue. It's not a federal crime. It wasn't, wouldn't be a federal case. So there would be no standing to have the FBI investigation. Um, so I think it's, it's been very confusing for people who aren't attorneys or, or don't have that legal background to, to kind of shuffle through all of this because of the inaccurate information we're seeing. Uh, another thing that's really bothered me that I've talked about for a few weeks now and actually talked about a year ago on, on other issues similar to this is the fact that, you know, innocent until proven guilty. It, it's a cornerstone to our legal system and our justice system here in the United States. But at the same time, we're not really seeing that type of treatment in the media in public opinion, um, and, and arguably maybe sometimes, you know, in the justice system for men in this country. And that's been a huge problem that I've seen with this. A lot of people are calling someone guilty until proven innocent, and that's not the way it needs to be, and that's not the way it should be. And also, I guess I want to ask, too, like, you know, these are serious allegations, but the thing I want to ask is, could they have gone to the police even though it's been, you know, this long still? I mean, once the statute's up, you could go to the police, but there's not going to be a, a crime. When you're talking specifically about the first one, um, the, the statute will be up for a sexual assault. Uh, again, if it were to be a true allegation, there's really nothing that, that can be done at this point from a police perspective Okay. on that on that one specific case. Okay. And, and now, in the past couple of days, we have a, a second accuser as well. And, I mean, it's basically around the same time, correct? Yeah, I think it was maybe a few years later uh, she came out saying about how she claimed that he had exposed himself when he was at Yale to her. So the first one was when he was in high school, 17, he was a minor, which also makes things a little different. The second one would have been in college a few years later, but it's still, uh, you know, well past the statute on that. Now, with the second accuser, from what, from those details, I mean, I, I mean, the definition of sexual assault, I mean, does that cover that on the, by her details? I mean, I haven't really uh, seen as much about the second allegation, but from what I understand, arguably, yes, it, it could um, it, it be, you know, a, a, a crime, but it, the statute would be up regardless, even if it, if it was argued to have fallen under that. So it, it, it doesn't matter at this point. And, mm -hmm. and I, again, these are allegations. These aren't proven. There's, you know, no reason um, for us to believe that this, actually happened again innocent until proven guilty and from a lot of the things coming forward um you know i, I always am someone who like to give people the benefit of doubt here out what they have to say but it seems very political at this point the timing seems um very interesting very suspicious uh and it's just i, I at first i, I kind of sat back and really let things play out but over the past two days I, i've been a little frustrated because um i think brett kavanaugh is a man and i don't feel that that these seem to be true allegations and I've been a little disappointed because just as much as we need to be worried about you know women or men in this country who are sexually assaulted and making sure that they get justice I think we also need to be worried about men who whose lives could be ruined by false allegations you know you're a man I have lots of friends that are men I have a brother I have a dad I have, you know do we all have people in our lives that we care about and to see someone's life get ruined over a false allegation is, is absolutely horrific and, and I would argue it's just as bad um, as getting your life ruined by something else, like a sexual assault. I, I work with a lot of women who have been raped. Um, I worked with women who have been raped to become pregnant and kept their children, and they've, and they've had a lot of issues because of that, and they've, and they've dealt with massive trauma. But at the same time, uh, you know, you work through that, and I, I, that's something that when your life is ruined by a false allegation, that's something sometimes you can never recover from. You can sometimes not get a job anymore. I mean, it can ruin your entire life. It can ruin everything for you. I mean, you know, even 
talking about the Supreme Court, you have um, Justice, you know, Justice Thomas. I mean, even with everything that happened with Anita Hill, they still have that hanging over his head um, just from that. And I feel like this is kind of going to be the same thing that's going to kind of follow Brett Kavanaugh, even, you know, regardless if, you know, if it finds out that nothing happened. No. Exactly. Yeah. If you've seen, and you, you've seen a lot of the cases that we've seen where, where women on college campuses claim to have been raped, it comes out later that they were lying. Um, and these men have come forward talking about my life was ruined, my career was ruined, and what do you do at that point? Because guess what? Millions of people in this country are still going to believe that's true because they may have seen the news originally where this person came out, lied, and said this, but they never saw the follow-up. Yeah, it came out that this person was actually innocent, and that's what's very concerning. I mean, and that's difficult because what are you going to do about that? It, it, there's not much you can do as as a victim of the false allegations. Yeah. So, do you think now that we have this uh, other accusation, I mean, are we going to have the vote delayed even more? Because I don't know. I I hope not. I I don't think that there's anything at this point that has been brought to our attention that would warrant a delay again. But I don't know what they're going to do. Uh, as, as you and I both know, a lot of times Congress doesn't do what we want, even though they work for us. Um, and that can be frustrating. So I think we'll have to just wait and see what they ultimately do. But I don't think at this point, with what we have out now, it would be a wise decision for them to make, nor would it be really in the interest of justice or in the interest of, of this nomination. Well, given from what we've already spoken about, I'm, I'm guessing with uh, the statute of limitations passing, I guess that gives them more reason to – to go to politicians and the media um, to, and in their, and maybe in their eyes, to try to get something, um, some sort of justice, if, even if, like I said, if these uh, allegations are even true. Right. I mean, <laughs> if, if the allegations were true, I, I don't know what, what everybody's different. Everyone who's been through a sexual assault or, or something like that will react differently. And I can't really say what would be the best for everybody. But at the same time, again, we don't know if these are true. Um, and for me personally, I don't think my, my decision would be to go go to media or go to politicians if, if I were the victim in this case, if there was, if there even was a victim, which I don't believe at this point that there seems to have been. And because of the initial delay, that basically had going to make the the term for the Supreme Court uh, start with eight justices, correct? Yes. So, uh, and how long, I mean, if everything goes somewhat smoothly now and he and the confirmation goes through, uh, when will he probably be seated, you know, given that he most likely will be confirmed? Right. So it's it's hard to say. I'm thinking we can get through this week, and, and hopefully it will move quickly. And when new cases, you know, are argued in front of the Supreme Court, will happen as that ninth justice. But there's a chance it could it could take longer, and then he won't be seated. And there will be simply eight on a lot of those cases. And, and Legally, you can function with eight justices. It doesn't say in the Constitution that you need to have nine justices specifically. There's been times where we've had less, um, even less than eight. But I think that it would be in the best interest and clearly what the people want for it to, to move a little quicker and for him to get through. It, it, the delay tactics have been not shocking but disappointing. All right. Madison, thanks so much for your time. Of course. Always happy to be with you. Yep, man. Thanks to Madison for joining us. And if uh, on social media, you can find her on Instagram at Real Madison Jessiato and on Twitter at Madison Jessiato. And also um, on Facebook, just uh, search Madison Jessiato. Also, MadisonJessiato.com as well. So, 
again, thanks to Madison for joining us. And, um, yeah, <laughs> I, I'm guessing by next week, because I'm guessing this is going to be it um, for this week. I'm, I'm not anticipating doing an, having another episode this week, especially because on Thursday I will be at the Texas Tribune Festival. So I'm pretty sure I'll be, I won't have anything, or at least, well, I'll be there the whole day. And actually, it's Thursday, Friday, and Saturday. So if anybody's listening, if you're going to be there, I'll be there too. So um, that'd be kind of funny. I I think one time I came across someone who actually said, "Hey, I listened to the show." That was like surreal, but <laughs> that was kind of that was kind of crazy. But uh, but yeah, so yeah, that's why <laughs> that's where I'll be this um this weekend well just well thursday and friday i don't think i'm gonna stay on saturday gotta get back on the road gotta gotta make this money but um but yeah so hopefully by next week for the next episode we we'll be talking about we the only thing the only thing i hope i'm talking about you know next week will be just as Brett Kavanaugh because he was confirmed and he's go, you know, he's go ahead and he's seated in the Supreme Court. Hopefully that's what I'll be talking about when I come back next week. And hopefully I'll get some interviews at the at the festival. I, there are a few people that are um, going to be speaking that I really want to talk talk to, and hopefully I get a chance to speak with some of them uh, people that have um, podcasts that I listen to. And I'm yeah, hoping hoping I can get some interviews and if I do, I most definitely will be playing them on here. So I appreciate everyone listening. I really do. And I just you know I look at the numbers and I tell you, I see the <laughs> I guess I, I see what's on there as far as people listening how many times uh episode is listened to and you know it's funny to to see more than one because always always you know gonna bet on at least one play each episode which would be my mom (laughs) so if you listen mom i I, I know you are hey so I, i i i expect to get one but get more than that is great so, like I said, I appreciate y'all listening. And until next week, we'll chat with you later. Guys, as we get older, we all start to notice minor changes in sexual performance. It happens. But you can stop Mother Nature. Whether you're just starting to develop erectile dysfunction symptoms or are suffering from chronic ED, call Metro Men's Health. Skip the pills and injections. They're only temporary and lose effectiveness over time. Metro Men's Health treats the root cause of ED, lack of blood flow, so it works long term. Metro Men's Health uses the most advanced and clinically proven wave therapy on the market to actually repair aging blood vessels and restore them to a younger you. Get your spontaneity and your confidence back with safe, effective treatment from Metro Men's Health.
Visit MetroMensHealth.com or call 833-687-0700. Don't let ED get worse. Call Metro Men's Health today. 833-687-0700. 833-687-0700. Guys, as we get older, we all start to notice minor changes in sexual performance. It happens. But you can stop Mother Nature. Whether you're just starting to develop erectile dysfunction symptoms or are suffering from chronic ED, call Metro Men's Health. Skip the pills and injections. They're only temporary and lose effectiveness over time. Metro Men's Health treats the root cause of ED, lack of blood flow, so it works long-term. Metro Men's Health uses the most advanced and clinically proven wave therapy on the market to actually repair aging blood vessels and restore them to a younger you. Get your spontaneity and your confidence back with safe, effective treatment from Metro Men's Health. Visit MetroMensHealth.com or call 833-687-0700. Don't let ED get worse. Call Metro Men's Health today. 833-687-0700. 833-687-0700.